Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Spunk, How to Lick Fear by David V. Bush, published in 1924. The more needs you have, the more should be your accomplishments in the future. Needs are nature's way of pushing you up, up, and up. The flower pushes itself through the soil because it needs the sunshine. Get out into the forest and see how tall trees gradually push themselves upward. Sometimes we find great trunks inclined toward a lighter space, and sometimes we notice more limbs on the sunnier side of a tree than on the other. Such anomalies are invariably due to the tree's quest for light. It strives for all the light it needs, and in the effort grows more on one side than on the other. What are your needs? The more your needs, the more nature grants you the dynamic urge and inward push to seek that which you want. If your needs are great, then you know that your fulfillment in the future will be great, provided you keep the right attitude of mind. Believe you will achieve that you're going to get there, that you can and will. The history of nature, human, plant, and animal, is the same story of need and its fulfillment. Biologists say that the seal was originally a wolf or dog, which during dangers and protracted famines on land, sought its food nearer and nearer, and then finally in the water. It has now acquired most of the characteristics of an aquatic animal, nature having come to its aid in the face of its great need and its equally great determination. Need was the impetus for the change. Your greatest growth, no doubt, will come because you have more needs. You need education. You need a better environment. You need more money. 
you need success. The more your needs, the greater within you will be that urge, pushing you toward the sunlight of success. Be thankful that you have lots of needs. Rejoice that there are many things which you still desire. Be happy that you live in a world where the response to your needs, if you properly apply yourself, will bring to you the thing you want. Rejoice in your needs. And never go to bed at night without thinking pleasant thoughts as you drop off to sleep. You should form the habit of using bedtime to charge your subconscious mind with what you desire, and always with positive, healthy, happy thoughts. But, says some old grouch, I can't go to bed at night thinking pleasant thoughts when I haven't looked pleasant for 30 years. Well, why haven't you looked pleasant for 30 years? You look as though you haven't looked pleasant for 400 years. Your face is the telltale sign of some bad thinking on your part. Cheer up. While there is life, there is hope. The worst old grouch can yet have a smile on their face, and the world call them blessed. You also should always have a pleasant thought when you wake in the morning. When you have your coffee or tea, positive, prosperous, happy thoughts should be in your consciousness. Never allow yourself to entertain unpleasant thoughts for a single minute. And the harder it is for you to think pleasant thoughts, the greater evidence that you need to do it. The worse you feel and the harder it seems to hold these pleasant thoughts, the more necessary they are for you and the more good you will receive from them if you persist until you get hold of them. If you say, I can't do it, or I don't feel like it, or I'll wait for a more convenient day, you are putting off until tomorrow what ought to be done this very minute. Hop to it. Now is the time. You need to hold a pleasant thought more than the other person. In fact, you must. Don't let anyone influence you otherwise. Have things been going wrong at the office? Well, no wonder. You've been holding wrong thoughts. Does everything seem to be jumbled in your business? The workshop all out of kilter? Your home topsy-turvy? Of course they are. You've been having wrong thoughts. Think pleasant thoughts and see what a change there will be. And the harder it is for you to believe that you can think pleasantly, the more important it is that you do think pleasantly. Think pleasant thoughts now. Smile and let the morning sun of happiness spread over your soul. Let beams of pleasant thoughts radiate from your face. It pays to look pleasant, doesn't it? Well, think pleasant, and the world is a pleasant place to live in. Speaking about thinking pleasant, when you get up in the morning, be sure also that you have no alarm clock to awaken you. You should so train your subconscious mind that you will awaken slowly in the morning. Then hold your pleasant thoughts as you come to consciousness and get up in a moderate, peaceful, happy way. Do not jump out of bed startled or in a hurry as though the house was on fire. The psychological, 
as well as the mental, effect of this method is most unhealthy. When you jump subtly from a recumbent position, where your blood is flowing evenly and passively, to an upright position, the sudden shock is not likely to be beneficial to your system to say the least. Have all things in order. Keep your peace and poise always, and your power will be greater. All of this reminds me of a story one of my friends told me a while ago. There once was a woman who had great trouble and sorrow, which caused her many melancholy moods so much so that she repelled all of her old-time acquaintances and friends until she was traveling the highway of life alone, deserted by all except one friend who stuck closer to her than a brother. The friend told her that she was losing not only all the beautiful things in life, but her own soul as well by being so morose, so downhearted and melancholy. Her friend said that she could win back all she had lost, and more, if she would change her attitude and smile. Of course, it was bitter medicine for her to do this, but by the aid of her friend, she was able each day to undertake a simple laughing exercise. Although the laughter was mechanical and forced at first, by a little practice it soon became real laughter. She injected this smiling and genuine laughter into all of her conversation and daily life. Her friends gradually, one by one, began to return, and when they did, they went away smiling and laughing too, remembering the sunshine of her acquaintance and the spirit of her home. Her reputation as a laugher, a smiler, a good hostess began to spread, and it kept on spreading. She attracted to herself more friends than she ever had before. Her circle of friends and acquaintances kept widening, until she even was known outside of her own city as a person with a wonderfully attractive personality. Smiling had changed this woman. Instead of the melancholia, the grouch virus, driving people away, and repelling those who wanted to be her friend, the woman's charm attracted people until she became famous. A charitable organization heard of this wonderful laughing woman, and she was engaged at $1,000 a week to teach people how to laugh by her friendly, smiling spirit. Who says that it is not better to smile? To be sure, it's not the woman at $1,000 per week. Try it and see. It is better to smile. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.